I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. Hello! Today we have a very special guest. We can't wait for you to meet her. This is Laura, our mum. Gosh, what an introduction. What? I feel like a celebrity. You yeah. <laughs> Paparazzi's <laughs> going outside. We do talk about you pretty much every single week. Well, I had noticed, actually. Oh, I do. Do you listen every week? I do. When I'm driving to work on a Tuesday, I listen to you. What's been your favourite episode? Oh, gosh, that's put me on the spot. Can I think about that and yeah, come back to it? Yeah, you can think it? about it. Well, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about you? So, I am mum to Anna and Zoe. You are. Mother hen. Mother hen. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a primary teacher. And I'm married to Colin, who's a minister. And, yeah, that's about me. That's your whole identity. That's right, your identity. Your identity. <laughs> your identity. <laughs> Give us something unique about you. What makes well, you, you? Well, you see, that's quite funny because I went through my childhood. My dad was a doctor and everyone knew in Inverness, everyone knew my dad. So I went through my childhood being Dr. Miller's daughter. And then I married Colin and became Colin's wife. And now I've actually had a situation where someone said, oh, you're Anna's mum. <laughs> so I don't quite feel like I've ever had my own identity, which is a bit sad. Oh, that's another <laughs> podcast episode topic. Identity, yeah, there we go. Identity crisis. Well, you are a very unique person. I would say you are your own person. So what would you say makes mum unique? Um, That's actually a really difficult question. <laughs> Nothing. Just, well, if you've met mum, you know that she's quite a, a character. Really? There's, just to put it this way, there's a reason Anna and I are the way that we are. There's a reason that we go, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> well, I have to say that the first episode I heard, and it was just like you two rabbiting on. And then I thought it's just like our normal lives. You just rabbit yeah. on all the time. Yeah. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's lovely, is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, our listeners seem to think so. <laughs> but it's very nice to have our mum on today. We convinced her to come on and join us. I'm actually like struggling with a sore throat and a cough. So we're just having a shorter episode today. But we thought we would talk about... Ooh, Christmas! Ding dong, early on high. Is it too early to put Christmas decorations up? No, it is not. Zoe, what's your thoughts on Christmas decorations? I love Christmas. Um, Hayden has a theory, which, I mean, Mum will tell you her thoughts about Christmas, but Hayden reckons I love Christmas so much because when we were growing up, Mum was such a Grinch. Mum really was. Oh, did you hear that? That was my <laughs> throat. <laughs> Mum really did not like Christmas, so we, well, to start with, controversial, our Christmas dinner was quite often a Chinese takeaway. That's one thing I actually do love, the Chinese takeaway. I do like that. It was so good. It was so easy. Well, there was a reason for that. Because Colin's the minister, there are... There's so much going on round about Christmas time. There's Christmas Eve services. If Christmas falls on a Sunday, there's a Christmas morning service as well. And it was one Christmas when you two were quite little and I thought, something's going to give. And it's not going to be me. 
So I thought, well, what will it be? And I decided. And it was Zoe. So she put Zoe in, in the garden for the day. It was the lunch was going to give. So I actually really enjoyed the run up to Christmas that year because. Other folk would be talking about ordering the turkey and putting in their order to Marks and Spencers for all their Christmas food. And I had just to collect the phone number for the local Chinese, which seemed much easier. And what happened was we came back from church, sat down with a wee glass of wine and ordered the Chinese for half past one, 28 minutes past one. He's walking up the path with the bags had this lovely Christmas dinner of Chinese and then there was no washing up. It was just bliss. So we did that for quite a few mm, years. Probably up until we, what, I would be like 15, 16? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, do you remember Do you remember the year that I caved in and decided oh, yeah. I would do Christmas oh, dinner? Was that not quite a while ago now? Yes. Like that was, But Ill. then there was, yeah, just one year and then we went back to Chinese. Because there was one year you were ill. Yes. So the one year that I caved and decided I needed to do Christmas dinner, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning feeling really ill, proceeded to throw up for the whole of Christmas Day and I was lying on the couch and Colin had to try and put Christmas dinner together. And it was just so stressful because I'm trying to shout through how to make gravy in between throwing up. And And right, our dad's amazing. In many ways. In many ways. But I just don't see him putting together a full Christmas dinner. No. Yeah. He made a good curry once or twice. Yeah. I mean, he did a very good job in the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. He would get very, I can imagine being very stressed. Yeah. So the next year we went back to Chinese. But yeah, we then went to Turkey. Again. I think it was when I went to uni we started Maybe. doing Turkey yeah, again. It wasn't long ago. Yeah, I must Well, that was still yeah. like seven years ago. Did yeah. we ever do Turkey? No, we, no did, like, roast we did roast beef. beef. I've never cooked yeah. a turkey in my life. Well, there's always a first. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you scared of a turkey? Because you've got to work out how long to cook it for, and it seems to take an awful long time. And I'm never <laughs> sure that my cooker's big enough. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, I'm also a bit funny about dead birds. <laughs> So dead cows are okay. Dead cows, dead cows are dead fine. Lambs. They don't look like cows. Apologies <laughs> to all the vegetarians listening. <laughs> what did you do when you were a veggie at Christmas? Well, it was Chinese. So oh, yes. um, for the two years I was veggie, it was Chinese. See, so see, Chinese was great. But then we also, because your decorating wasn't ever really mm. the biggest part of Christmas either. Whereas I'm like, it's already a winter wonderland. My tree's coming on Thursday and that'll be it. Like... I mean, we're sat in the middle of some tinsel pine... Like, we're in your spare room and we're sat in the middle of tinsel pine cones and a penguin. Just to clarify, I don't like tinsel. I like the smell of tinsel. So that's why we have tinsel. It's like, if anyone's never sniffed tinsel, go up and sniff it. It's got a really good smell. It smells? It smells... No, it doesn't. <laughs> we're all sat sniffing tinsel now. <laughs> it's got a specific smell. But, but yeah, you weren't ever that interested in decorating when we were children. Okay, well, I am a bit of a Grinch. I actually hate Christmas carols, <laughs> which I feel really bad about, but I just get so bored of them. You sing them every week for, well, the four weeks before Christmas and 
usually the week afterwards as well, I just get really bored But do you them. not get bored of, like, Shine Jesus Shine when that's played, like, a few weeks in a row? You don't play it a few weeks in a row. Mm. But Christmas... And then we end up doing them in school as well. Mm. And it just all gets a bit over-carolled. So that's one thing. I get really bored with Christmas carols. I quite like some of the modern ones. I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Oh, there's a Phil Wickham one out called Behold. Oh, yeah, it's good. Oh, it's I good. That by December 26th. I might hate so. it by 26th of December. 26th? Oh, right, the day after. The day after. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then I just... I suppose because I'm maybe not the tidiest of people, <laughs> I hate adding extra messiness to the room when it's maybe quite messy anyway. Okay. So tinsel and decorations just felt like too much. Interesting. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. And I also had this thing about, you know, it's a waste of money spending money on a Christmas tree when I had a cheese plant. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to tell a story about that, Mum? Well, our traumatic experience. Well, I decorated the cheese plant. And then Anna and I got really angry about this. So we then um, decided that we would decorate a music stand and turn that into a Christmas oh, yes. tree. And then you did cave and bought a Christmas tree for £2.50 two days before Christmas. A real one. Yeah. So there's yep. a trick. Buy a Christmas tree two days before Christmas to get it at an eighth of the price. I've just remembered. Do you remember that time when... Um, when mum was working and like dad would work from home so mum would sometimes leave us tasks to do when we got home and one of them was to the Christmas decorating and then we put tinsel on a light and then it started smoking up and was oh, going on yeah. fire. It was one of these uplighters with the bulb in the middle of it and you'd put tinsel inside the uplighter. How, I, right, just to clarify, we were children <laughs> as in like we were maybe like six. Not 17. Yeah, very young children. <laughs> I came home to the smell of burning and realised that you'd just about set the living room on fire. Uh, I mean, you weren't home alone. Success. <laughs> Your dad was at home with you, but he was in the study. <laughs> I do think, though, every year Christmas is getting earlier and earlier. Like, it does feel like beginning of November, everyone was like, right, Christmas tree's up. Well, I have a theory about that. Because two years ago... Christmas just didn't happen because of COVID. And we had this really sad Christmas get together on the 27th of December with oh, yeah. my parents. Um, we went to Brodie's country oh, yeah. fair place and sat outside. Because that was when they like cancelled it just before and everyone was so excited to see their families. And then they oh, cancelled it a few days before and were like really strict. Yeah, so we sat outside in the snow, outside Brodie Country Fair, swapping presents, holding a cup of soup. cup of soup. Yeah. And it was really funny because Granny and Grandpa gave you a hot water bottle. Yeah. It seemed very appropriate. <laughs> but yeah. So I reckoned that because COVID was cancelled that year, and it had been such a bad year in so many ways, that people just wanted to celebrate Christmas earlier last year mm. because they just hadn't had a chance to be with family. Yeah. So they wanted to make more of a thing of it. Yeah. That's such an interesting take because I do feel like I do feel like there's always the people who come November, they're like, it's Christmas time. Yeah. But then I feel like more of the population's kind of seeping it like I think the majority of the population would have been like come December is Christmas time whereas now it does seem like it's seeping into the last half of November that's such an interesting theory because I think a lot of them I've heard is like commercialism whereas I think actually you're probably so right about that like it's not just the sort of like 
buying culture that we have it probably is a lot of that people just felt they couldn't be with their family so then are sort of desperate for that now yes I I do think so even I got a bit into Christmas this year and I actually gave well you two a Christmas present a very lovely Christmas present. What's your Advent present? Tea Oh, this was another thing. We never got Advent calendars when we were younger. Oh, we did. Until, so. right, on the 2nd of December. Yeah, and then all the good ones would be taken. But yes, but they, was, were ha- they were half price on the 2nd of December. Yeah, but we never got the nice... See, some of our friends, they got nice fancy ones. Like, say, I don't know, lint chocolate ones, Malteser ones. We got, like, the little cheap ones that had the... You know the plasticky tasting oh. chocolate? Do you remember one year there just wasn't any? So I think I got tur- like a box of Turkish Delight and I was allowed yes. to take one every day out yes. of the box. <laughs> I think you've had such a traumatic childhood. <laughs> but do you know one thing? As much as I say that, we always had a very God-centred Christmas, I would say. We did? Yeah. I'll just be interested to know what happens when you have your baby. Mm. Yeah. And how you'll, what traditions you'll put together and whether you'll be as bad a mother as I was. You'll be like, oh, I understand now. I won't have a choice because Zoe will be five minutes down the road yeah, sprinkling just, fairy dust. They'll come to Auntie Zoe's for uh, Christmas Wonderland. Yeah. But yeah, what was it that you used to do to like sort of look help us like look for God in the middle of Christmas? Well, probably because I was such a Grinch mm-hmm. and... I would get really irritated walking into shops and hearing all these jingly Christmas carols. Mm. And that's maybe why I've got this thing about Christmas carols as well. Mm -hmm. So I started to play a God hunt and I would think, you know, it's a bit like Where's Wally? And I would do, where can I find God today in all the tinsel? Mm. And it was amazing when I played that where I did actually find God, even Mm. in the jangly Christmas carols, maybe in the middle of it all, there'd be a really lovely one with beautiful words. And I remember one day I'd got to the end of the school day and I thought, I've not found God in any of this. And one of the children suddenly started singing the words of one of the songs from their nativity. Mm. I can't remember what it was, but it was just beautiful God-centred words. And it Mm. just really... um, it, it was just beautiful and mm. and that was where I found God that day. So yeah. I think it's a fun thing to do, you know, just like Where's Wally? Where can you find God in the middle of all the tinsel? And I love that because it's not negative. It's not like focusing on the bad side of things that are just so away from God, but it's like intentionally looking for God rather than just being like, oh, it's gone so the other direction or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing the positive things. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would be interesting if anyone tries that over the next yeah. few days yeah. we could maybe hear your stories yeah. i'd love to hear your stories yeah we'll put a yeah. like, question box up maybe next week asking you if you've done that that'd be so nice to hear yeah that look forward great. to that so that's your ho- well we've never given homework on the podcast but here you go uh, bring, a teacher, bring a teacher on happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just so lovely i'm gonna do that yeah i'm gonna do that too we and should we maybe select a d and we all play it it's like the glad game. It is, isn't it? If you don't know what the glad game is, have you ever heard of Pollyanna? Go watch that. That's your other homework. I'm Pollyanna. And I play the glad game. So just as we finish up the podcast today, we're just going to read a little bit. Sorry, my throat's gargling here. It's the cold. Um, we're just going to read from John chapter one. 
And yeah, I think it's such a good thing to remember as we go into Christmas season. Mm. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Yeah, that's such a great reminder of Jesus um, and what Christmas is all about. Um, but yeah, we hope you all have a lovely week. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Christmas and if you do your homework, let us know. Um, Just a little bonus before we go. Mum, this isn't Christmas related, but Mum, what's your favourite ever Bible verse? Oh my goodness. Um, Psalm 91, verse 4. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness would be your will be your shield and rampart. And I just think that whatever you're going through, to remember that he is covering you mm. and you've got refuge in his mm. arms. I just think that's really special. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mum. It's been lovely to have you. And we will have you on again soon to chat about all sorts of things. Have you enjoyed your experience? It's been really interesting. I'm so nervous to listen back to it. <laughs> but thank you for having me on. Thank you Bye. for coming. Have Bye. a good week. Bye. Bye.